The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, Episode 237. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, where we talk about applying high leverage psychology in your business and life. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, licensed psychologist, private practice owner, speaker, executive coach, and consultant. I became a psychologist to learn how to leverage psychology and help others do the same. For over a decade, I've been tracking how psychology gets in the way of smart and results-driven people. For years, I've developed frameworks and tools to help them leverage psychology instead to launch themselves forward. It's my mission to share my hard-earned lessons with you so you can launch yourself forward too. I can't wait to talk high leverage psychology with you so you can learn to take higher leverage action today. Let's talk high leverage psychology. My goal is to share ideas, frameworks, and insights you can use to leverage psychology to accelerate your success. Last week, I talked about leveraging frustration to help you overcome obstacles. Today, I'm talking about how to tap into and amp up excitement to skyrocket motivation and our willingness to do what it takes to accomplish our goals and make our dreams come true. What would you say if I told you I could grant you the power to generate excitement instantly. Would it um, excite you? Let's dive in then. I'm going to start with a definition for excitement. At its core, excitement is often defined by increased energy, enthusiasm, eagerness, and willingness to act. But that's just labeling what's happening on the surface. We're going to plunge even deeper into when and why excitement shows up, what it's trying to accomplish in our brains as an emotion, and how you can leverage a deeper understanding of excitement to engineer the elusive emotion and even amp it up. In psychology, excitement often includes anticipation and physical arousal. What that means is your brain on excitement is predicting something great might happen and then revs up your body to maximize your chances of having the best possible outcome. So let's take a really basic example here. Imagine your favorite artist or band is having a concert an hour drive away from you and tickets are going on sale for a couple hundred dollars a pop tomorrow. What's happening in your brain and body? Chances are right now you're visualizing how great it would be to go And you might even be mentally preparing to make sure you grab your tickets and make plans to get there to make sure you don't miss out on all the fun. As a counterpoint, imagine a terrible band is playing music you just can't stand right down the street this weekend. Are you imagining how great it would be? Are you willing to spend a couple hundred dollars to go and listen to them? Would you even go for free? Probably not. You might even be planning on avoiding that street for the entire weekend. So what's the point of excitement? Excitement is how your brain tells you what's worth investing your resources in. Your time, energy, effort, money. 
and even making sacrifices to go experience or accomplish. The more excitement you have, the more you expect it can be awesome. And the more your brain and body prepare and push you to do whatever it takes to get you there. It's actually kind of brilliant when you step back and think about it. Having an emotion with the single goal and purpose of constantly analyzing and deciding how much the juice is worth the squeeze. The way our brains are designed to help us adapt, make decisions, or change our willingness to invest our limited time, hard-earned money, and precious energy to maximize our gains and minimize our losses. So let's get to brass tacks here. I'm going to share an exercise you can use to hack and leverage excitement. And for the purpose of simplicity, I'm going to guide you in doing the exercise for yourself first. But you can adapt it and leverage it for your teams, your clients, or customers, or even the people you personally love the most. Here's the exercise in four steps. Be sure to grab a pen and paper or open a doc on your phone or your device of choice. Step one, write down at least 25 ideas of activities or accomplishments that would be exciting to you. Ideally, your ideas range from mildly exciting to wildly exciting to you. Why 25? Because people usually hit a slump around five, struggle to get to 15, and after 20 or so, that's when their minds finally start to open up again. So grab a pen and paper, give yourself a time, Put in some elbow grease and come back to it a few times if you have to. You can use examples of situations or accomplishments or activities, things you've done in the past that have been really, really great, or dreams that you have, goals that you have that you haven't accomplished yet, but you know would be really exciting, really awesome once you accomplish them. In step two, go back over your list of 25 ideas and rate each one on an excitement scale from one to 10, where one is mildly exciting and 10 is wildly exciting. Notice there's no rating for completely unexciting or unenticing activities or accomplishments because that's not what we're trying to understand here. Assigning ratings gives clarity and granularity to what is exciting to you. It might even start helping you think about what makes something more exciting to you versus less exciting to you. Step three, and this is where it might get a little more tricky. Pick an idea that's a four, five, or six on your scale and ask what it would take to crank it up to an eight, nine, or 10. And I have a quick framework for four ways to crank up excitement which I like to call the four C's to crank up excitement. The first one is concentrate the experience. In other words, make it more immersive or pure. For example, listening to your favorite song on your phone can be made more immersive by playing it on a sound system, going to listen to a cover band playing it live, or being front and center, live with the original band or artist and a full orchestral accompaniment. Just think about that difference going from listening to something on your phone to being in front of a live full orchestra that's accompanying your favorite band or artist. The second one is combine 
more fun, exciting elements together at once. Examples of this might include bringing a friend along with you to a concert or getting fries and a Coke with your burger. The third C is complement, where you add something else afterwards to make a sequence of events. Grabbing dinner after a show or having dessert after dinner are some really simple examples. If you love a physical challenge, then the ultimate complement sequence is a long, grueling obstacle course with a series of different challenges, one after the other after the other. And finally, the fourth C is capitalize or increase the stakes. Whatever is on the line, you can amplify it. It can include the investment, the risk, or the reward. Whether that's a higher level accomplishment, bragging rights, money on the line, status, or a title, game shows do this all the time. Every play or story does this to raise their stakes. And the term gamify basically just refers to this concept, adding more reward, more incentive, greater potential return for investing time, effort, and energy. Getting people more invested, increasing their sense of the stakes and the rewards really deepens the experience of excitement. I think that's a great explanation for why people get so much more excited and have a much greater tendency to buy lottery tickets when the jackpot just keeps going up and up and up and up and up. It really increases the stakes. In this case, the stakes are the reward and it's a capitalization of that excitement that really pushes people to go and buy more tickets. But I want to be really clear here. To complete step three, you don't have to crank up all four C's at once. Think of it as a toolbox to help you dial up the excitement in any number of different ways. Make sure you take some time to really think about what would concentrate the experience, how to combine it with more things at once, how to complement it by adding more afterwards in a sequence, or capitalizing on increasing the stakes. It sometimes helps to generate even more options out of just one idea by using one, two, three, or all four C's. And that can give you four very different kinds of experiences. But it's also important to realize that each of the four C's can have diminishing returns or constraints that can become problematic or even painful and get in the way of the point generating excitement. For example, inviting 200 people to join you at the beach when you were initially excited to just have a quiet, calm, relaxing day might not turn into that relaxation that you were first excited for. And spending all day running around from one place to the next, to the next, to the next can get exhausting or even feel burdensome. And if you're dragging one or two or three people along, they might also not be as into it. So be intentional about how much you sprinkle the four C's in when cranking up the excitement. And then step four is repeat step three for each of the other 24 ideas you have. I know this one is probably going to be a really hard step to follow through on because you've got your work cut out for you here. And here's why step four is repeating step three 24 more times. The reason to do this is so you can get in your reps and build the mental 
muscles that teach you how to create and crank up excitement. It's also going to help you realize that some ideas seem great at first, but are limited in how much excitement you can squeeze out of them, where other ideas can have a lot more room to crank up and generate more excitement. As you're doing step four, you'll probably start to notice some patterns, a few ways to increase the excitement for lots of different activities and accomplishments that come up over and over and over again. Or you may realize that some ideas take a lot more effort, but don't quite give you as much benefit or return on that effort. And some other ideas may seem small or simple, but they can make a substantial difference and they might even be easier to integrate into your idea to make it that much more exciting. It can be different for each person, but what you're learning is how to generate a menu of options to bring more excitement into your day, week, quarter, and year. When excited, people, including you, are more likely to put in greater effort, energy, and make sacrifices to experience or achieve what matters most. Imagine the impact if you did this exercise for your partner too, or your teams, or your clients. Congratulations, you've now learned how to become an excitement engineer. Have I granted your wish yet? Not quite? Well, can you at least see the power in understanding excitement and learning how to dial it up? So what I really want you to do is pause rewind, take notes, and go do the four steps. Get your reps in. Hone your excitement engineering skills. Make the world a more exciting place to be for you and everyone around you. And on that note, I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you learned something valuable today, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more smart, high-performing, results-driven people like you the ability to learn and apply high-leverage psychology to your business and life. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast is produced by Dr. Yishai and PodTech. Music by www.purple-planet.com. Dr. Yishai is a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with the guest or listener. The information contained in this publication is for general informational purposes only and shall not be relied on or construed as coaching advice or therapy. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thanks again for listening. I hope today's episode fulfilled my mission to help you leverage psychology better in your business and life.